1: all right, here we go. We
0: do a podcast for you, post-show podcast, as the boys have left. What's up, Al?
1: Jerry got a lovely letter from a uh, listener of ours. Okay. On a nice uh, and a handwritten letter uh, from a fella who is uh, moving to North Carolina. Okay. And uh, he was uh, cleaning out his attic and things, and he found a uh, a Andre the Giant trading card. Nice. Which he sent to me, but he wanted to thank you and I, Jerry, for providing daily laughs for a man who's battling depression, oh. I want to say thank you. And he got on the nutrition bandwagon after hearing us talk about Bobby approved and all. He says he's losing weight and feeling great. Good for him. Yeah. I think that's a
0: bit, I mean, no, I mean, no, I'm going to sit here and try and diagnose anybody. Yeah. I do think, though, for a lot of people, when you start losing weight, you start feeling better about yourself. Some issues can turn.
1: Yeah, losing weight and exercise. They Absolutely. say exercise so much uh, is what I've been reading a lot lately, and maybe you've heard this uh, in the past. And it's just new to me that uh, I'm hearing it more and more when people say that exercising is better for you mentally for your brain. than even physically. Yes. Like, even if you're not, like, doing super heavy weights or running a long time, like, just doing it mm-hmm. uh, helps your mood out. Yes, 100%. They, yeah. say,
0: they say the exercise is mood-enhancing more as much as it can be physically. Right. Mood-enhancing as I well. I believe that. You feel better about yourself. Yep. You know, and you feel good. I mean that's all part of it. That you, is part of it. I can it. tell you now, as a fat bastard as I am, there are days I feel like I feel like crap because I know I look like crap. And I just I get it.
1: But I even would, if you go out and have a nice walk.
0: Yeah. You feel a little better. Always. Oh, you gotta be even last night I was at baseball practice for my son's team and I took the I took the initiative to do some base running with the boys. So we were doing situational baseball. We had a couple of kids running, we would alternate them. William too. two. I'm like, I'll run. I probably ran around the bases 10 times. And I mean, sprinting to first, really? then I was on first base, and I go first to third, and, you know, probably going three-quarter speed. I didn't have
1: cleats on or anything. But
0: I will tell you, I got the heart going. You could feel the heartbeat going, and I felt great. The heart rate was up.
1: Do you teach good. the kids running bases like them? Because so many times, like I even see it in Major League Baseball, the wide turn yes, these you players have to. take as opposed to the wide turn before the base. Yeah, as opposed to taking the inside part of the base and cutting off your... No, that's what you're supposed to do. So if you're approaching first
0: base, you round it out so that you cut it across the inside of the base and you have a straight line to second. Yeah. As opposed to running straight to first and then bubbling it all the way out.
1: But so many times when I see somebody going from second to home, they take the outside of that third base and they're way on the outside. You know, they come into the catcher from... Yeah, I...
0: Depends on the situation. We do teach them though to bubble out, yeah. so that we hit that inside part of the base and have a straight line to the next. Base. Yeah,
1: make it uh, quicker to a uh, shorter distance. Yep,
0: that, we do do that. that That's is what
1: I say, Jerry. Yep. And um, what else we have for you today? Oh, did you enjoy Boomer versus work from home callers today?
0: I didn't hear a lot of them. Yeah, I heard one. I heard one that was for. I heard one that was against. And then I got wrapped up in listening to the uh, the Yankee audio that I just, had yeah.
1: just found. Yeah, you know, Boomer's very much against people still working from home. Yeah. He wants you to get back to work for the collaborative thing. You see people in the hallway. You talk about things. All these companies have these buildings that they're paying for. Yeah. Get your asses to work. And we heard from a lot of uh, people who, uh, strangely enough, since they're working from home, had plenty of time to cost. <laughs> and uh, battle Boomer on that. And uh, I'm not sure where I'm at with that. Because- I'm 90% of the way there. Meaning what?
0: Meaning if it was me, I would offer, because I do believe if you've got a happy staff, your product's better. If it was me, I would offer the fifth day from home. Four in, you're coming into work. That's We true. need you here. But you know what? You can take either Monday or you can take Friday or Wednesday. Those would be the, the days I would give you the option. Wednesday to break up the week. Friday, you want to get your weekend started without the commute home. Or Monday, eh, a little slow to get going. I would give the employee the option. You get one day a week you can work from home. Which
1: would you take if you had to pick one day and stick with it?
0: See that? Hmm, that's really interesting. I think I would probably take Friday. But at the same time, Friday is a fun day to be at work. Yeah, so it then feels I, great. Then I say Then I say Monday. Yeah, I think Monday. Because Sunday night is such a, ugh. And it's different when you've got that extra hour and a half to sleep. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, if I got to get up at four instead of two thirty on on Monday, I know that sounds nuts for to some people, but to us, that's like sleeping till noon. Sure, it changes Sunday night so much. It does. So I think I would work from home on Monday and come in. I think the easy answer most people would say is Friday. Like I initially say Friday, but I think Monday is the right answer.
1: Yeah, I agree. Monday's the right answer.
0: Plus, Monday's not a fun day. Monday is a, an informational day with all the crap that went on over the weekend. For me, I could do my job no problem on Monday. There's plenty of audio to find. It's easy for them. It's blah, 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 because it's recapping the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think we should be home on Mondays and here Tuesday through Friday.
1: All right. I'll put in for that the next meeting. Yeah, let's go. I'll put in for that. Let's I would also it. go Monday, 100%. Friday. Friday is such a great feeling. I agree. Even I Even at work. And you're not going to replicate it on Thursday. Nope. Because no, you can't. Because you'll still be working from home Friday. So you'll still be working. Yes,
0: Right. You're not going out and partying till 2 a.m. on no. Thursday night. I agree. No, you're not. I, I'm, I'm with you. Monday's the day.
1: Monday is the day, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally had to uh, bite the bullet, as they say, and uh, hire a dog trainer. You did, huh? Yeah. I, I, I've got a schedule now for uh, April. A, so dog a dog trainer. Well, here's my, the problem I was having, Jerry. My dog is seven years old, and I got her when she was... Four years old. You've
0: had that dog for three years?
1: May 15th will be three years. Wow. So not quite there yet. Okay. But on walks, she eats any food she finds and now any plastic she finds. Oh, boy. And if I go to get it from her, it's very valuable to her.
0: Yeah, and you can't get it away from her? And I can't.
1: She snaps at me. Really? And I don't know how to correct that. I don't want to hit the dog. That's not what you do.
0: Yeah, yell at her. Make sure yeah, she knows she's boss.
1: That she, doesn't work. Not out. Not in the outdoors with a highly valuable piece of plastic. Really? Yeah. Indoors, yes. So there were times when she was like, she would grab. A, the the amount of food on the streets of Bradley Beach, New Jersey, is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, she had a stuffed crust pizza. Oh, good for her! Yeah. Oh, my God, a big, a big long. <laughs>
0: Did you share it with her?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And even that, I was like, I don't even care if she eats it. She's eating chicken bones, which you're not supposed to eat once they're cooked. Right? So she's eating those. Uh, And then what she was doing with the plastic was she was picking it up and carrying it home. And then once it got in the house and she dropped it, I could take it, no problem. Like, once she got in the house, she didn't care about it anymore. Mm. But outdoors, it's very valuable to her. That's interesting. Yeah. So... Now she's always eating the plastic out, outside, yeah. which I can't have because at some point she's going to – that can't be good for, for you. Yeah. yeah. So I had a call.
0: This is May 15th?
1: May 15th is when it will be three years. Right, three years. Three years, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm booked with a, a dog training person in Asbury Park. Got when very good it reviews. Now? It starts April.
0: Okay. Good luck with that. What do you think
1: dog training costs per hour?
0: I have no uh, – $50. Hundi. A hundred dollars. That's hour? right. Yep. But
1: okay. this person's the best, Jerry. Are, are they, or did you just find them on Yelp? Well, I found them on Google. And they had a lot of good reviews. Okay. So that's yeah. And they the were best. What an extensive questionnaire I had to fill out too. Everything about the dog.
0: Well, they got to know what they're walking into. Exactly. I mean, you can lie, of course, but
1: yeah, it I did a couple any,
0: any benefits. Yeah, lie. a
1: couple times I wanted to lie because I felt like it was showed poorly on me. Right, and I just used, I just had a write on the things like yeah, dog Do no the dog pays no attention. Do you take the
0: dog out to urinate? No.
1: <laughs> I mean, yes, definitely.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, so I have that to look forward to, Jerry.
0: I mean, that's you know, you hope you get some resolution and some training out of it.
1: Yes, I, mean, I am. Uh, I, I have a hard time, and and this is what I wonder: how I would be with children, and and you would be able to tell me the difficulty of doing this with children. Mm-hmm. I don't like to tell the dog no.
0: Okay, I have no
1: problem because I feel like the dog is is in the house all day. Right. I come home when I take the dog for the walk. Wherever the dog wants to go, I go. Right. Where I should be the leader. I should decide we're t- making a left yeah, sure. here. We're making a right here.
0: You just follow the dog
1: because I really don't care which way we go. Right. And I feel like oh, the dog wants to smell something over there. Let her smell we're something over wrong there. With
0: that though, I don't. I'm no? Not wrong with that. No. Not but
1: some people say that's setting a bad example in that I'm already giving the dog the leadership pack I role. think it
0: depends if you're pulling the dog and then you're letting the dog win after that then yes yeah but if you're just walking with the dog and the dog is going where it wants to go and you just i don't I don't see anything wrong with
1: that right there are times when I need to go with a certain direction I will bring her that direction
0: right. that then you're showing her that you're in charge
1: and she doesn't want to she'll she'll stand like a statue is and that I true pull her and then she gives in
0: wow okay so then you she do gives win. up
1: I do win sometimes, okay. but I'm I'm losing the food battle. I hear you. And well, it only so gets... What, you,
0: you think you'd be good as a parent because of saying no?
1: Yeah, I don't know. See, I feel like if I could explain to a child uh, the reasons for things, I feel like I can't explain properly to a dog. Right. And I probably wouldn't be able to explain to a small child who doesn't know either. Okay. You yeah, know? I guess. Or like if you're at work all day, yeah, you want to come home, you don't want to be the... You don't want your kids, when you come home, to be like, oh, dad, the disciplinarian's coming home. Like, you want to be the fun dad I sometimes.
0: There's, but there's, I think you can be both. I do. I think you can be the fun dad, and I think when you have to put your foot down, you put your foot down, and you can't let them walk all over you either. Yeah. And I've, I have friends that have been walked all over for 10 years now Yeah, by their kids, and their schedule is dependent upon what their kids have to do. And I don't mean... I don't mean sports schedules because those are commitments. You sign up to play on a team. You've got to be at practice. you got to go to games. And, yes, your, your life does to some degree revolve around that because, again, you sign them up. They have to be there. Certainly things come up where they will skip it and miss it. But, but that's not like, you know, for instance, you can still be the fun dad, go home, and go out and play basketball with them. And then have dinner, and then they're asking for, you know, Carvel for the fourth straight night and be like, no, <laughs> go find something in the freezer. But I really want it. Don't care. You have briars in the freezer and walk away. Guess what? You're not going. And you can still be fun.
1: Yeah. See, like my dog will look at me and look at the top of the fridge where I keep the bully sticks. And she's like,
0: get me one of those. Yeah, and I get one. And yeah. I get it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I guess I'm good. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, I don't like to give in to certain things. I don't. I remember there was one night I remember we were going to let Joseph just cry all night because he was a pain to go to sleep, and it worked. I mean, it's heartbreaking. Right. I'm not right. going to say it's not. It's, yeah, that's It's tough. brutal. But you know what? It didn't happen after that anymore. There so he just
1: cried all night? There
0: was only one night that Kim gave in, and it was because Bob Dwyer was over. It's the only time she ever gave but in. had a guest. yes. And she went and picked them up because it was annoying, obviously. Bob was, you know, downstairs, you could hear it. So she went up and rocked him rather than just leaving him there. It was after the it was after we played the prisoners in softball. <laughs> you remember that game? I do remember that. Like we went to a prison <laughs> yeah. and played softball.
1: Jerry, I still remember the vision of we were out on the field practicing and a large group of prisoners yes. is coming over the hill. Right. Coming down the hill, because not only was the team prisoners, but everyone else watching that's not on the team were also we're prisoners. prisoners. Yeah,
0: They were criminals. Yep. <laughs>
1: that was scary.
0: And then we hung out with them when we were done. <laughs> I could have been held hostage,
1: Jerry, by prisoners.
0: Uh, I remember that. That yeah. was like a Thursday night in Staten Island. And then Bob, because of where he lives, he came back and stayed at my house to come back and take work together the next morning.
1: So what age do you think is the most difficult age to have a child like what age of the child is the most difficult like you're past it now. i don't want
0: to sound like an i i we haven't had one
1: you had a you had good luck with that we've
0: had the most luck with our two kids i i guess the first six months for me not knowing and not being able to know what they want and being able to communicate with them kind of like you're talking with the dog They can't talk back to you. They can't, you can't have a discussion. They're crying. You don't know why. You're trying to, is it gas? Is it something worse? Is it, who the hell knows? The first, maybe the first nine months is probably, for me, with both boys was the hardest. My kids have been unbelievable. So I don't, I don't know.
1: Do you feel like your kids are at an age now and where they are in their life that they're not going to be, in trouble?
0: I think you can always find trouble.
1: You do? Yeah. So I wonder. Wrong like, I place, feel like...
0: wrong time with the wrong friend. Yeah. I think you can always find trouble. Do I think that it'll happen? I don't. Um, just boy, I just feel sims that. I just asked my own question. <laughs> uh, um, do you think? I like, you know, every time Matthew goes out, the last thing I always tell him, I always tell him every single time is, don't do anything stupid. I, always, he's like, I know, I, I'm not going to do anything stupid. I mean, that's like one thing. Then now Joseph's starting to go out a little bit with his friends. And now I tell him, don't do anything stupid. Think twice. All you can do is hope they make the right decisions. Right. You're
1: right. Everybody, you and I have I th- made the dumb potential decisions. to do something stupid one day. Yeah. I did dumb things. Yeah. But I wonder like at what age is the age when you pass that you're not going to live a life of that? Of 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 always being in trouble, like I feel like that does reveal itself. You mean when at a, a certain kid age
0: is, is always uh, like we're like we're gonna have to
1: worry about this kid growing yeah, up? Yeah,
0: see, I see, like I gotta worry about the college year still. Uh, God knows what goes on in these campuses, right? So, to me, I to answer your question. Out of college, full time job, and <laughs> That's I, what I, I think, and I don't even mean with a wife or a fiance yeah. or a girlfriend. I mean, out of college, full time job, you can take a little bit of the pressure off your mind. A little bit of the burden comes off. It's still there, right? But I think once you get through
1: college and there in the in the workforce,
0: but even then, people do stupid things. Yeah, you're right. Listen,
1: we we all have the potential of a bad night. Yeah. For
0: sure. We have the potential with the guy parked outside of punching him in the face on the way out today. Yeah. It not, would not be the best decision. It can always happen. But, yeah, college worries me. Yeah. Now, my son is going to start a community college, which is phenomenal. I don't know where he'll end up after that. But until we get through those years, uh, it, to me, you're always concerned. I, think I, I, I love when parents are like, I trust my son, not right. him. <laughs> well, You're an idiot. Okay? <laughs> Honestly. You can hope your son does the right thing or your daughter you're an idiot if you're going to sit there and say, he's fine, I trust him.
1: Right, because that could also be in a group of guys yes. with one bad guy. Correct. And that you're gets the group in. in trouble.
0: You got it. And you're part of it. Yeah. You're part of it. Unless you walk away and remove yourself from the situation
1: that could occur, yeah. That's the part I feel like when I was growing up, and I, if I was in a group and there was one troublemaker, I didn't care. I felt like, well, it's his problem. Not knowing really how that you... That you were part of the group. Yeah, that you're part of the group. And if you're... One gets detention... You all get in detention. Yeah. That is true. And that if you do something stupid and the cops are involved, you're all in trouble. Yeah. Here's what you don't want to be, involved with the cops.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No matter what your age. No, at any age. You do not. Yeah. So, so far, I will say, I think part of our good fortune so far with both of them have been their friends have been really good kids. Like, there are – I will tell you there's one kid that does concern me that Matthew hangs out with, but they're going their separate ways soon, so I feel kind of good about that. But anytime he's with him, I'm like, oh, God. I got heard that one.
1: All right? because he'll find trouble.
0: Yes. And remember, I coached a lot of these kids too. So I saw and heard more so a lot of stuff I probably shouldn't have. So I kind of knew – well, that's what I
1: mean. Like, there, even at those younger ages, you can start to sense which kids yes. you got to keep an eye on. By eight years
0: old, you can tell. Yeah. I would say eight, maybe nine. As they get a little older, you start seeing them get a little bit more away from their parents or their parents giving them more freedom, and you start seeing them do and say bad things. Yeah. yeah. That's the one question. So Kim and I know, uh, we know this one couple. Great, really great people. And we, like, we know... 90% we know that their kid's involved in some pretty bad stuff. Do you go tell the parents? That is a great question. Because two things are going to happen. You're never talking to them again. Or they're going to thank you. Like That's it. They're either going to basically say, get off my property. Who do you think you are? Not my kid. Or they're going to say, you know, what? really appreciate you looking out. We're going to take care of it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, this just came up a few a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, you're right. I wonder which way I would go if I was a if I was the parent. Yeah, would I be defensive of uh, my kid because that looks poorly on me as a parent, or would I appreciate an early heads up? Because you also don't want to have something happen with the kid and then say to the parents, "Oh yeah, we saw that coming. Right. Oh yeah, we we
0: knew that. And was, let me tell you, right. when I say head
1: in the clouds, yeah, they're head are in the
0: clouds. And it's I'm ninety percent on this one. Yeah. That the kid is smoking and he's got he's got his good group, but then he's friends with another group that is bad
1: news. I don't know. It's a weird one. I yeah. do, you don't know what to do about it. And what what age around are they? I don't want to say. Okay.
0: I'll not say not what.
1: of smoking age. No. Right over no. Somewhere before it. I wasn't sure if kids were still smoking cigarettes. Well, it's mostly vaping. Oh, babe, that's, see, that's it's the trouble. Mostly vaping. So I would say you could smell smoke on your kid sure. when they come in, but sure. vaping? A lot of vaping, weed, um, stuff
0: like that. Gummies. Yeah, oh, absolutely. For sure, as you know. Yeah. God knows where they're getting
1: them from. <laughs> the weed trucks all, of right, all over right. New Jersey, Jerry. That's right. Because buy they're buying a, a t shirt. Yeah, you just buy a t shirt or a lighter and you get a whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> so tomorrow is my. Friday, because I'm off Friday. You are? Yeah. Oh, because of the Bruce concert? Well, tomorrow is Thursday. I'm going to a show in Red Bank Thursday night. To see who? Fran Lebowitz. Who the hell is that? She's like a social commentator, New York woman, older now. She's very funny. She hates everything. And she just... Is she doing the show for you? No, but we're, like, very in... Uh, You're in sync. We're in sync. All right, good for you. Have fun. I saw, I saw a special of hers on uh, Netflix. She's not a comedian. She's, like, a writer, commentator, but she just... Talks. Talks. And I think she's just going to be up there talking to somebody. Okay. About So you're going to a TED Talk, basically. Yeah, kind of. I'm okay. really not sure what to expect. All right. Well, have a good time. Well, go for dinner? Yeah, it's at that Red Bank. What's your go, favorite go to, Red Bank place? Where do you um, like to go?
0: Well, it depends on what you want. Yeah. I mean, char is great. I mean, it's always yeah, great. That's it's very true. expensive. It's very pricey steakhouse. Buena Serra is terrific. Right around the What's corner that, Italian? from Count Basie. Yeah. It's literally, I think it might really? be on the same block if you go up to whatever road that is. Uh, it's literally within walking distance of Count Basie. And when I say walking distance, I mean maybe 100 feet. And I will give you an underrated place that no one ever thinks to go to that's also within walking distance, and there's a parking garage right next to the restaurant. Oh, now you've
1: interested me, Jerry. Pazzo.
0: It's okay. an Italian restaurant, nice bar, but a be- really nice restaurant. I'm liking that. And the parking garage is is literally steps from the restaurant And tucked away. I don't know if people going to Count Basie know it's there. They probably park in the municipal parking or find street parking. It's like $3 an hour.
1: It's nothing. And how far of a walk to the Count Basie? Four minutes. Perfect. Max. I'm doing that. This is a big get-out time for me. I'm going Thursday night to that. Then Friday, I, of course, need the day off, Jerry. And then Saturday, Bruce Springs Good for you. It's a big weekend. It was supposed to be a beautiful Saturday. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I thought Saturday was supposed to rain. Good. I, I'm hope so. Big game uh, Ed, Saturday. Eddie, well, Eddie and I have a uh, Spanish television on. Yeah. We obviously don't have the sound on, and I looked up and the weather said sunny and seventy. And I didn't, you know, I don't speak or read Spanish. Right. I said to Eddie, I "Go, what day is that?" He said Saturday. Okay, because
0: I got to be in. I got to be somewhere down by Philly on Saturday and Sunday for games.
1: Perfect. I'm it's going to be
0: beautiful, Jerry. Uh, I have showers and thunderstorms yeah. and heavy thunderstorms. Oh, good.
1: All right. So Seventy-one
0: maybe... showers and heavy thunderstorms. Well, okay. What
1: great. the hell were we looking at?
0: I don't know, but this is Philly. Oh, Okay. This is not New York. Am I putting New York in? Yeah. I can do that for you. Let's see if I go New. Because I got
1: to and I got to go to I, Jerry. I haven't been to the Garden since they renovated it. Is that true? Yeah. I'm going to go. So that's where Bruce Springsteen is. All
0: right. New York City, daily weather for Saturday. Yeah, Hopefully let's it's give me some Saturday. You got Saturday it will be. Come on. Jeez. I don't need today. I need Saturday. All right. Here we go. It's loading, loading, loading. Remember this the noise it used to make when you would dial up?
1: <laughs> um, so I have
0: Friday rain. Damn Jesus. it. And then Saturday's the same forecast well, showers, heavy thunderstorms, chance of rain 96%. Eat a wiener. <laughs> Just eat a wiener. This weather, man, I tell you. All and right, then Jerry. 50 we, on Sunday.
1: We got a meeting now for our live show. They, those it. meetings go on on Wednesdays. So we have everyone waiting for us to complete the podcast. So let's uh, roll. we'll see you then. So,
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk, too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good
1: morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, here we go. What
0: do you say we do this on a we'll of Wednesday midweek? The Eddie Scazzeri. You can ask yourself whatever you like, but it is nice to see you. That you cannot ask about. And across from me, his name is Al Irwin Dukes. What's Good up, morning, man? Good morning,
1: Jerry. The baseball season is uh, uh, staring us down. It's, yeah, uh, right 30 around, hours away. it's right around the corner doing push-ups, as Scott Farrell used to say. Um, we've got Mets. We've got Yankees. Actually, even Keith Hernandez is going to join us tomorrow, Jerry, for oh, opening
0: cool. day. Oh, yes. I always like that. He always comes on right around this time.
1: Right around opening day, we hear from Mr. Keith Hernandez. Uh, we've got the owners' meetings going on in the NFL. We've hold on. Got hold a- on. Let me do this. Hold yeah. on. Uh, yeah. What am mm-hmm. I doing? What am I doing? You're standing up, Jerry. You're applauding. You I'm are. giving
0: John Mara a
1: standing ovation. What did he
0: do? He called Thursday Night Flex Scheduling. Physically abusive, which he's right. Mm-hmm. And he also talked about moving games from Sunday to Monday night, which I guess they're doing this year, completely inconsiderate to the fans.
1: Yeah, this is uh, an interesting one, Jerry, because uh, John Marrott is not – I hear what he's saying, but he's not speaking to the majority of fans here. He's speaking to about his players and about season ticket holders. For, for sure. Which is the, a, a minuscule – piece of the people who consume football.
0: Yes, but also the ones that fill up the stadium.
1: Yeah, they'll be so there. So I
0: get it. They'll still be there. Uh some will, if, actually a lot. A lot of my friends sell them when they move the games to they hate the primetime games.
1: But then someone buys them. So I'm saying people do go to the yes, games. But he
0: is looking out for his season
1: ticket holders. Yes. That is very true. Yeah, he doesn't want the flex scheduling uh, moving a game from Sunday to Thursday. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like a game even from Sunday to Monday. I hate flex. <laughs> I hate the primetime games. Well, we like just 1 o'clock
0: on Sunday. Me too. I'm, I mean, 425 is fine. 425 has that feel of a big game.
1: Yeah, 1 o'clock, you're right. 1 o'clock feels like, eh, it's football. And 1 o'clock are those uh, slate of games where you're excited that yes. it's Sunday and it's football. And, and then they start. And
0: like, these <laughs> games suck.
1: How many times have we done All that? All the time. Where I, we're
0: sitting there in the second quarter with the Red Zone channel. I'm like, these games are brutal. I fall for
1: it. <laughs> Every week, I know, I know. I get. I wake up Sunday. I'm pumped. <laughs> then the game start. I'm like, what am I watching? And then a real game comes on at 4:25. Yes. The, the national game. That's like two competitive teams.
0: It, isn't it amazing? We we've talked about this many times. How Monday has that certain feel. Tuesday's got no feel. Wednesday, midweek. Sunday morning in an NFL season yeah. when you're running around, you're having your coffee, you're walking your dog, you're going to get the bagels. Whether you're watching it or not, maybe the pregame stuff's on in the background and you're just waiting for 1 o'clock. There's like such a great feel. Yeah. And then Sunday night, the feel is horrendous. It's done. Uh, It's such a small window. (laughs) I know.
1: The 1 o'clock games you get pumped for, they end up being slow. 425. You got a one or two really good games going yep. on, Usually. and then by uh, then you get to Tony Dungy, bore you to death, <laughs> and you're like, I don't think I can make it to this game. I've watched too much football. I'm with you. Let's flex the games to
0: 425
1: yes. on Sunday. We've <laughs> taken right, right. That should be the big flex time. Yes. CBS got to start getting in the mix for this uh, flex. We won Sunday flex games. Sunday 425. <laughs> we took this one o'clock game. Uh, normally we put all the crap games in the one o'clock window. <laughs> This one looks pretty good this week. We're going to move it to 425. And they do do that at the end of the
0: season. But I'm saying get rid of the flexing to the primetime and yeah. flex everything to 425.
1: How about this? I could probably give you a list of really crummy teams. Don't put them on in primetime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they make every team get at least one. Is that right? Yes. We're still every doing team that? has to get at least one primetime game. Yes. We're still
1: putting Jaguars Titans on. That's
0: why we got Jaguars Jets on Thursday Night Football this year. Remember that?
1: <laughs> right. I love when they used to uh, – every team had to get a Thursday night game when when Thursday night football first came back. And they would just like – they were smart. They would take a couple crummy teams and just have them play each other to get them out of the yeah, way. and early.
0: And early, yeah. Get them – not week one. Week one, you got to be good. But then like weeks two to five, let's get rid of the, the the terrible teams.
1: Yeah, let's get those crummy teams right out of the way so that we could get real football. Because right? the crummy teams in the beginning of the season – some they're not crummy fans, yet. Yeah, they still think, oh, we got a chance. And no, it's like you don't. put the put the Titans on. They're not that they're crummy. Yeah, no one wants to no watch them. No one cares. Them. They're boring. Titans could be good, and I'm not interested. Jaguars could be good, not interested.
0: Although I do think with Trevor Lawrence, I think that might change because ah, they score a lot of points now. That's true. So that could change. I and, hope so. You know, just like the Jets are going to change when when Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham Jr. are here and and Lazard. I mean, this is people are going to want to watch them this year. And I, you watch, I'll bet you the Jets are on. Pri- if this goes through, like it's we all expected to, they're going to be in prime time six times this year. Yeah, between Monday night, Sunday night, and Thursday night, you're going to get the Jets shoved down your throat. And just when the Giants thought they were going to run this town football wise, you Jerry, know what though? That's but that's what the Giants do though. They're very quietly going to go about their business. That's the true. Jets will get all the pomp and circumstance, like when Favre was here, and and perhaps. Perhaps it will all go according to plan and the Jets will win the Super Bowl. Who knows? But the Giants are just going to kind of do what they do. And you watch at the end of the year. I bet you they'll be there. Not in the Super Bowl, but I bet you they'll be in the playoffs. You're
1: right. And that is what the Giants do. The Jets are the circus that rolls into town. (laughs) It's a very good way to put it. And the Giants just win their games. And this is what happens then when we get the calls to the radio station. You're never talking about the Giants. Yeah, because they're just winning games they're supposed to win losing occasionally, and the Jets are a flying three-ring circus. <laughs> yes, they Rex are. With Rex Ryan and <laughs> Brett Favre. You're right. And now we're going to have everybody else coming here. Remember San Antonio Holmes back in the day? San Antonio <laughs> he Holmes. He was fun. Antonio Marshall. Yes,
0: all these guys. Yeah. They have been the team that really garners the headlines, but they haven't won a damn thing. Meantime, in that time period, the Giants have won twice. Like, the Super Bowl. Correct. Correct. So yeah, it's a, it's a big difference the way we perceive the two organizations.
1: Yeah, I also like from uh, the other owner in town, Woody Johnson, Jerry. This quote's hilarious because I feel like in the past, all we ever hear is, "Well, you know, do they have? Do you have to make the playoffs, or is the, and the or unless uh, if you don't, the coach is fired?" No, no, no. He never would say. Anything. I know he wouldn't. Now he's saying he's not patient, and he's in the win now business. Jerry. Oh, now so when did this change? When I guess he, yesterday. I think something happened to him when he was in London. Oh, is that right? I the think Londoners
0: got to him? I think the Londoners got to him and they said it's enough. And I also think he's 75. Exactly. His time is like like we discussed with Jerry Jones from Jerry's own comments. Yeah.
1: Maybe Woody is seeing the end. He's right. Now you can't be patient. Patient for what? Till I'm 103? I'm surrounding myself with old people, Jerry. I have got... John Mellencamp tickets, I got Bruce Springsteen tickets, and I got Woody Johnson in a win-now situation. All dudes in their 70s. You
0: know who I saw was playing at the Garden? I thought you'd be interested in this. Who's
1: this? Brian Adams. I would 100% go see I that. I think he's at the Garden coming up soon. I haven't seen that.
0: Yeah, I'm, Brian Adams is playing somewhere, and I thought of you because I literally thought, ooh, there's an... What a trifecta, un- Jerry. There's another old rocker for Al to go watch, and I, one I was actually, I would be interested in going to see.
1: That'd be so awesome, by the way. Like, High school senior Al in 1987. Telling... He's going to see the same shows. <laughs> <laughs> telling 53-year-old Al that in 2023 you're going to go see John Mellencamp, Bruce Springsteen, and Brian Adams. Yeah,
0: I'm telling you. and It's the USA So Happy It Hurts Tour. <laughs> I'm in. And he is playing, let's see here, just real quick. I know you don't like when I do what this. But it what a tickets? $700 each. He's at the Garden June 9th. Oh, I'm so in for that. So Jared. that's a month for you. Brian Adams, June 9th. John Mellencamp
1: at in Indiana, June twenty fourth. Bruce in uh, April and uh, August. I give you a, yes. That's you what could. I'm do. talking about Jerry. I, Where's White Snake playing? And I'll t- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: I had that cassette too. <laughs> I give you. If you want to do it even better, yeah. Go to Texas and see him June twenty eighth. Don't even come home. Just go from Indiana. <laughs> you want to be a rebel? <laughs> go
1: from Indiana to Texas. No, if I I want to do a thing where I see these old timers in their hometowns, so I'm gonna have his to go hometown? to. He's, in, he's a he's Canadian. I'm gonna have to go to Canada to see Brian Adams. Mm, well, this is a Close USA tour, so oh, I okay. don't
0: know that he's going to be. Remember the name of the tour is USA. So happy it hurts tour. Oh, I see. Screw Canada tour. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't Screw see them you, on there. Yeah. So how about that. So anyway, he all these guys getting up in age. Yes. Maybe it's like you know what I'd like to see this before my time comes.
1: And he's right. Well, he's right. They get, the Jets have a good defense now. They had a good team when we're lacking a quarterback. They're going to get a quarterback. They're going to have a coach that's in his whatever year at this point. It feels like Rob Sala has been here for three years. Is yes, this his third year? year. Third year. <laughs> you nailed it. it, Jerry. You got that GM, Joe Douglas, has been here a couple years. You've got a good team. you got a good defensive team. you got good wide receivers now. You needed a quarterback, you're getting a quarterback, win, baby. Uh, And they should.
0: They should be very good. Like, to me, they leapfrog Miami and Buffalo, in the and the Patriots are, to me, fourth. And I say that not because I don't think Miami's good. I don't think the quarterback can stay healthy. So I'm taking them out of the mix because I I just don't believe in him, not as a player, but in his health. And Buffalo's really good, but the Jets – Always play them well, and I think with Aaron Rodgers here and with this group of receivers they've got, I think they're going to draft another lineman. They should be good up front.
1: Defensively, they should be good. To me, the Jets are the favorite to win the AFC East. Jerry, let me remind you of something, because you are counting the Dolphins out because of Tua. Tua. He's injury-prone. Have you heard of Mike White? Because he's there now. Yeah,
0: I'm not. What you going to do? Nothing.
1: When Mike White
0: shoves it in your face? (laughs) I think he'll break his ribs in in the second game. I mean, you've got two injury-prone quarterbacks, yeah. and that's not an opinion; that's a fact. That's what they've been. So I just I can't see. I, I don't see it. I, I just think the Jets are going to be beyond them, beyond the Patriots, and then they'll come down to them and the Bills. And I I I like the Jets. Right, Bills are beatable, Jerry. We've we said it yeah. last year. The They're great good. Josh Allen loses big games. Yes, he does. I mean, it's just like Aaron Rodgers has lost big games. So there you go, big game loser against big game loser.
1: <laughs> they are uh, that, that Josh Allen is. Uh... They they win a lot of games, Jerry. They lose a lot of games. A hundred
0: percent. There's no doubt. And but all of them do. That's true. Like Tom Brady lost a lot of big games. Hell yeah, he did. You know Peyton Manning lost a million big games. So it's not like it's as long as you balance it out
1: with winning big games. Yes. Then you're okay.
0: Correct. You can't be always the loser. I, I agree. So out of that, who would you say? So think back to this last grouping of great quarterbacks. Now, Rodgers is still kind of part of it, but if you think back to the last grouping of great quarterbacks, who underachieved
1: the most? I have a name. Hmm. Philip Rivers.
0: Oh, for sure. I wasn't even thinking of him. That's a good name because he never won anything.
1: Well, it's so funny because he never won anything. Even though even... he
0: threw for a million yards and touchdowns yeah. and going to the Hall of Fame. You
1: don't even think about him in that upper I echelon. Don't. No, guys. I
0: don't. I was thinking Drew Brees. Drew Brees, yes. For all the great teams New Orleans had, they only won once. Like I, that's who I think of immediately, and Peyton Manning is a very close second because he only won once in Indy, and you can make every argument that the one they won in Denver, he, you know his he was he was terrible like his, his uh, physically he was not himself. Yeah,
1: he had neck issues. Yeah,
0: and that's not his fault. But for the some people will call him the greatest they've ever seen, especially if you haven't seen some of the older guys. He won once in Indianapolis, and lost a lot of big games. That's why what Brady did is so remarkable. Yeah. Winning seven times. Peyton Manning. He made a lot of errors, man. <laughs> a lot of errors. were a lot of bad picks. He did. Threw a lot of bad picks.
1: Now, the NFL, Jerry, did pass the thing where uh, NFL players can wear uniform number zero. Yeah, I never, why was that ever a thing that they couldn't? I don't know, but th- they didn't allow, that I saw, double zero. It's just zero. Just zero. Yeah. All right. Which reminds me of, I loved Kenny Burrows, the Oilers wide receiver. He wore double zero. But the uh, so far, the first player, the only player right now wearing it is Jaguars wide receiver Calvin Ridley.
0: I would venture to guess more than half the teams will have a number zero on their roster, yeah, I think if so. not all of them.
1: I think so, too. It's kind a of, fun uniform. I think it's cool. Number zero. Who? How do you call that? Would you, as a broadcaster, Jerry, want a number zero? I uh, was well, a broadcaster. You really don't reference the number.
0: I do because I wouldn't know the name. Right. There's number zero. Tosses it left. Caught by zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he is, but it's, he's wearing zero. Twelve throws a swing pass nah, out to can't. zero.
1: Come on now. <laughs> that all is, right, so not a big deal.
0: But that is, I will tell you, the first, the first football game I ever did at Columbia, which was a train wreck of a game. <laughs> I was so bad. Meaning me. I don't yeah. mean the game. I was not ready for all the. I remember preparing for, like, 15, I'll never forget, 15 or 16 guys on both sides of the ball, not realizing in college they'll run out 30 guys. <laughs> and I remember looking now who's that? Like, no, I had that, that chart? Guy. And I had to go to the roster, and I remember saying, tosses it to 88. And I looked at, not a, you know what I mean. Didn't know who the player was. Not great.
1: That is not great, Jerry. No, when you You're hear an announcer, now.
0: if an announcer references the number in the middle of a play-by-play
1: call, it's because he doesn't know who the player is. And he's frantically looking correct. over. That all is his absolutely sheets. correct. <laughs> yes. Also good news for players that got injured at MetLife Stadium. Evidently, they're rolling out some new turf. But what I don't understand about this is I also
0: read that they have to have grass in for soccer. Yeah. In 2026 20, or 27.
1: 26. We're in 23. Why not just do it now? I guess uh, because I did investigate this article, Jerry. So, yeah, John Mara wants grass eventually. Right. They have to have grass in 2026. World Cup's going to be there. They don't know how to get grass in there in good condition when there are two NFL teams using the stadium. How are we going to figure it out by then? That I don't know. Because That's it's a good not question. like
0: Arizona where I think they have the tray system, which sounds incredibly crazy. Where it
1: wheels in and wheels out. Yeah,
0: I think they can take the grass out on sunny days and water it and everything and then put it back inside. I'm almost certain of that. They don't have that there. Uh, you Don't you just get a big company to come in and put sod in?
1: Yeah, put some sod in. Let's go. And
0: let it sit for a few months. Right now is the perfect time. No one's playing and we're about to be this,
1: this yes. spring and summer. Yes. Oh, I'd love to get the sod contract for the stadium. Imagine you have a sod farm, cherry All that sod, 100 yes, yards of, sh- of which sod. Which is how much in real estate? That's an acre of sod, there, Jerry. You're, you're going to need one acre of sod but, to do MetLife Stadium. Plus, yeah, I don't know
0: why they don't do it now. You're right. You realize how much money it costs to turf a field? And then they're going to sod it in two years. In what two a years, waste. Yeah. And, right, but but and, let's fire everybody at NFL Media.
1: And people are stupid. angry at the field conditions now for whatever turf they're using they're putting in another type of turf so it's still going to be turf jerry correct
0: it's i i imagine it'll be a little bit better because everything gets better as it goes
1: synthetic turf so conservatively if you
0: google this yeah putting Mm -hmm. sod down it's about five dollars a square foot
1: and how long does it take jerry i slapped some sod down on my front lawn sod i
0: don't i don't know I have no idea. Like, I know. Uh, how long
1: does it take sod to, for me to grab the roots of sod? I would think
0: at least. I don't know. I'm going to gather it's got to be at least a few weeks. We got sod
1: one time uh, a growing up. Did you? Yeah.
0: Wow, your parents are doing well, huh? They were doing all right for
1: themselves. You're the rich dukes. But I think my father put the sod down. You know what I mean? Like, I think he got a big thing of sod. Did it die? No, he actually got it to, for a little while, it looked like it wasn't going to catch on. It was just all squares in our front lawn. <laughs> but it caught on. Did you put the hay on top of it? Yeah, I think he did put the hay on top of it. My father knew how to sod his ass off, Jerry. Your father
0: may not be able to fix the plumbing, but he can sod the front lawn. He
1: could fix the plumbing back in the day. No more. I'm not sure he could sod right now either, me or him. Or my money would be on him sodding correctly more than me. Just lay it out. That's what I think.
0: I think that's probably
1: about right. I could be wrong. I like the idea of just throwing not. seed on dirt and be like, this will figure itself yeah, out. That's boring. This will figure it out. It takes too long. And it never you comes up You got a till,
0: properly. Jerry, with that tiller. Although, you'll you see those ones on TV where you roll out the carpet and grass grows. <laughs> have you ever seen those? <laughs> yes, I have. Let's get that at MetLife Stadium. <laughs> a big thing of it. You could do that. We Order it break. on late night TV. <laughs> Five nineteen. Lots more to do, including the Boomer and Geo program at 6 o'clock on a Wednesday on the FAM. One of his most underrated songs. This is a good one. Well, Cuts Like a Knife.
1: Hell yeah.
0: I would agree. You can join Al on June 9th at Madison <laughs> Square Garden in Section 2-something. Yes, yeah. he is. Uh, we'll be buying tickets this morning at some point to Double. see Brian Adams.
1: I'm actually, uh, my Bruce Springsteen concert is Saturday. Well, I'm going to see how my experience is, is, is in the is garden. Is this Saturday? And, yeah. and where You're the kidding. Where the tickets are that I'll buy my Brian Adams tickets. There, well, there's, there's some tickets available. And then not I'll on the secondary market either. If only Huey Lewis would tour, but he's—I uh, would love he can't to go tour. see him, but he can't sing anymore, right? Yeah, he says he can't sing anymore because his uh, hearing is gone. Oh. And uh, it turns out, Jerry, in order to sing well, you got to be able to hear yourself. Understood. Of course, nothing makes me think more of Back to the Future than Huey Lewis. Oh, I love Huey Lewis. I so do I. Take me back to the '80s, Jerry. Well, actually, uh, I'm already back in the 80s. I'm going to Bruce Springsteen, John Mellencamp, and Brian Adams. So <laughs> well, I guess I'm do right. Do I see the Eurythmics too in <laughs> August? <laughs> I'd love to go see Eurythmics, Jerry. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, you know, uh, we had talked earlier in the week, Jerry. Yankee uh, uh, season kicks off tomorrow. Yes, it does. And we had heard that Yes Network was all prepared to have uh, to roll out this direct to consumer. You could pay yes. for just the Yes Network. They, and that they sort of continue
0: thing. to try to do that,
1: yes. Still trying to do that. It's not out yet. I actually think it will get done by tomorrow. For some reason, I think it'll get done today. But uh, you know, one of the problems when you roll it out that way, as opposed to getting it on your cable, is maybe you only have it for Yankee games. And then, when the Yankee for season sure. is over, you get rid of it. You get rid of it. Well, is,
0: I, I would watch it for the Nets, but you would get, I would watch it for the Nets. But yeah. there
1: would be some people that there would be some people that only want it for the Nets. There will be some people that only want it for the Yankees. Only on yes, and there will be some people. Um, that one year-round. Yeah, sure. So they're looking for things, Jerry, to put on the Yes Network year-round. And the Yankees have invested in paddle racket sports. What, pal, pickleball? I thought it was pickleball. It's similar to pickleball, but it is not pickleball. What, I did what some, is this now? It's like pickleball and squash. There's Like, like racquetball? Similar. It looks like pickleball because it, they use a tennis court what looks like a tennis court. But there are walls on the side where you can hit the ball. Oh, good. Come on, man. Yeah. Evidently, it's very popular around the country. Oh, of course, it's very, everything's and, very popular. And the Yankees think that uh, it could become popular here. They've invested in a... So there's a league? There's a league Paddle Racket Sports Circuit Tour. They plan, they're putting money into that tour, and they're going to air some of those... Uh, I was watching this. matches I mean, on, on yes network Jerry I was watching this. so if you like, thought you were going to cancel your yes network out of season you are wrong you will be enjoying paddle racket sports I went past on the guide
0: some of us still do have cable I mm-hmm. went through the guide yesterday and all the sports channels are pretty much lumped together for the most Yes, part. I like that on one of them and I don't know if it was ESPN or an MSG i forget which one it was but it was live it was like these Pickleball Masters or something or championship opener. Uh,
1: It's at 2 o'clock on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Who's watching it? Well... My guess would be, you know, older people, retired people, Jerry, like to play pickleball. I want to know the numbers. I want the numbers. If you
0: tell me they're (laughs) outdrawing the NHL and Major League (laughs) Baseball, I quit.
1: Jerry, pickleball, turns out, has more viewers than the Nets and the Yankees on the Yes Network. It is, uh, whatever. Yeah, that's very popular, Jerry. The U.S. Open Pickleball Championships. So what's interesting is that other athletes like Tom Brady, we know, got involved in in a pickleball thing, the Yankees are going Paddle Racket instead. So that's the name of, that's what it's
0: called. It's called Paddle Racket? Paddle Racket Sports. So far, I've put into the the Google Paddle R-A. It doesn't come up yet. Uh Uh-oh. Here's how you spell paddle,
1: though, Jerry. P-A-D-E-L.
0: Oh, okay.
1: P a d probably foreigner spelling type thing. You know, like oh, it's uh, how they spell it in the foreign countries. Now, the first thing sports. that comes
0: up is paddle versus pickleball. Yep, it's, it's going to be paddle a battle tennis. Game. Is that what
1: it's called? Paddle racket sports.
0: What are we doing here? Okay, paddle. There
1: it is. Jerry, it's going to be the new way. They always say that like this is going to be the new thing. You know what the new thing is? We still love football, NFL, baseball, basketball, hockey. That's wow. what we like. We still don't like soccer, no matter how much you jam it down our throats. We're still not interested. We're not going to be interested in paddle racket sports either.
0: No, just a whole bunch of phonies that get into the World Cup because it's yeah. USA versus the world.
1: Yeah, you phonies. Well, now, yeah. if you want to tell me paddle racket sports, USA versus Iran, I'm all in, Jerry. <laughs> no, you're not. Because <laughs> no, you're not. I do not want Iran winning anything. It's called the PPL. The PPL League? The Pro Paddle League. I wonder, like, will the Yankees field the team? Will they have a team called the Yankees? That would be cool. <laughs> you're wearing pinstripes, yeah, you wearing pinstripes <laughs> on your rackets?
0: Now, that would be funny. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at this now. Some of these images. Okay, I
1: mean, you're not interested.
0: No, I'm not Me interested. Either. I like
1: tennis. I like tennis. Like, there's as nothing
0: well. wrong with tennis. Tennis and racquetball, two great sports. There are not many racquetball courts around any. We used to have close to where you used to live in Madawon. There used to be the I think it was called the racket Place. I think is what it, now it's just a gym. But that's where we used to go play racquetball all yeah. the time. And it was a you get a great sweat, it's fun, and they just, they don't really, I don't want to say they don't exist, because they're still around, but they're hard to find.
1: You ever lived in a town that had a handball court?
0: No, I know that's what my dad played as a kid in Brooklyn all the time.
1: So it was just a big it's cement a wall. wall, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you don't use a racket, you use your hand? Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Remember Rocky? You know, Stallone and those Rocky yeah. movies? That's what he's playing, handball? He would walk around with the blue rubber ball. Okay, I think that was because in Philly he was playing handball. He was doing handball. I think so. That's what I always always took from those movies. I would like to invest in a
1: handball team, Jerry. I don't know. The Yankees want to go paddle racket sports. Tom Brady wants to go pickleball. Why don't you and I go all in handball? Bring uh, it back. Boomer's already up my ass to start a pickleball league. Now you <laughs> want me to start paddleball? Oh, would paddle
0: racket. No. Wait till
1: Boomer hears about paddle racket sports. Oh. He's going to be getting your. Uh, I no no I don't sports. have walls. No 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 no. There's no walls in
0: the gym. We just build a brick wall. No no that I can't be doing. I could could I do pickleball? Yes. If we had the time, we could do it. The problem is. No one wants to go inside and play when it's beautiful out in the spring and the summer and the fall. So it's really just like a four month thing.
1: I know by me down the Jersey Shore, old people are getting into pickleball. The old people oh, yeah. are taking over the tennis courts with their pickleball. Mm-hmm. They're no longer on the shuffleboard courts, which are right next to the pickleball yeah. courts. They're right on the pickleball now. Yep. Tennis people got to be pissed the tennis like, courts are empty. They're like, yeah, he, he, these It's now got all the lines for pickleball in it. Ah, uh,
0: some of them very do, confusing. Yes. From where we go, there are four courts, four tennis courts. They have one that's lined for pickleball out of the four, and I've never seen anybody on it playing pickleball. Yeah. Not yet. I do know it's popular. I I get it. I understand it. Although I don't really like it. Um, I like tennis. Whatever.
1: You're old school though, Jerry. You love John well, McEnroe, Bjorn Borg. You get to run around
0: more too. You run around. You say I know you get. I know you get to work out with pickleball. I get it. But with tennis, you can really be back and forth. It's a little bit more of a workout.
1: You wear a headband. I do not wear a headband. Tight shorts or that. I mean, it's by the tennis. way, did you hear about the you hear uh, Carton and
0: Roberts discussing Boomer's tight shorts yesterday? Not tight shorts, but the uh, the shot of him in the baseball. Pitch. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And well, how did that come up? It came up because I guess Sean Payton's picture and the NFL head coaches photo that they took. It looks like he's got a third leg. A, was just wow. a huge package. package. Huge package. Okay. So then someone, I don't know who, texted Evan and Craig at the same time the picture of Boomer. Interesting. Huge banana. And then Craig said, not what it appears to be.
1: Wow. Which Craig I thought was, was a little impressed? out of line. Now, there's not that many people that would have a photo of Boomer that could text to right. Evan so and Right, so who him. would that be? I'm one of those people, and I did not do that. I mean, either. Yeah, I don't actually saying, even not, have that photo. There's not many of us that have both of their cell phone numbers. I, Izzo. Perfect. Izzo. Huge
0: junk. Do you junk junk. know that for a fact or you're just no, speculation? It's a, it's
1: a great speculation. No,
0: that's a very good speculation because he's locked in on that show, as you know. Yeah. And he sent it to them at the same time. So he's got both numbers and the photo. it was an odd photo that Craig tweeted out the other day. Yeah, I didn't get this. I know what you're going to say.
1: He tweeted out a picture of himself. Uh. He was sitting on the toilet bowl here at work, but the picture was of his pants around his ankles and uh, like a close-up of his underpants.
0: Right, as he's on the toilet bowl.
1: Yeah, it was weird.
0: Not sure where we're going with that. Yeah. Hey, listen, to each his own. Very strange. You know, not like you haven't (laughs) tweeted out a weird photo or two. Fair. (laughs) Quick break, 535, more to do. (laughs) Maybe some sports, too, on the other side on the fan. What old band is this? White Snake. Going to go see these guys this summer, too? Definitely. Come on! (laughs) What if they're still touring? White Snake. Let's see. White Snake. I'll tell you, White Snake 2023 tour comes right up. Is it David Coverdale? There are no upcoming concerts.
1: There was a time, too, when this guy, who sounds like Robert Plant. Yeah, he does. Coverdale and Robert Plant went on. Not Robert... Coverdale and Page went on tour together. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, I guess not well-received. A, a number of years ago. I'm sure people loved it because they uh, we were probably doing Zeppelin songs. Maybe. They don't care who's singing the Zeppelin songs, Jerry. As long as someone on that stage has some tie to Led Zeppelin, they are all in. Did you go see them at the Stone Pony? I did not. They would have. They were playing arenas, Jerry. Come have on. you seen the Stone God. Pony schedule for this song? I have. Anything? Eh. Really? Yeah. Nothing too exciting to you me. Nothing to the Indigo Girls? Yeah. Uh, I actually would go see the Indigo yeah. Girls. I do like a bunch of their songs, but that was legitimately one that I was like, ah, eh, maybe. Brian okay. Fallon from uh, Gaslight Anthem is playing a solo show. I'd be interested in that. sold out already, though. Wow. How about this
0: one? Yeah. Now, this I would go to. Demi Lovato at the Stone Pony? Yeah, I'm not interested.
1: She's, she's really good. It's the outdoor good. Stone Pony. It, yeah. It's like four or 5,000 people fit out there. Oh, I got gotcha. It's not like a small, intimate... But that's still a that's yeah. a good show though. That's
0: a good artist. She's tremendous. I tell you what, I'm actually looking at this. There's a handful I would like to go oh, see. Oh, is that right, Jim? Yeah, I would oh, say we'll so. See you out there then. Uh well, no, because you're not gonna go. <laughs> you just you just said you're not gonna go. So how am I gonna see you there? I sometimes like to walk
1: go for a walk up that way when there's a show. And listen for free? Yeah. <laughs> With all the other uh people who don't want to pay. There's one here, yellow card. Yeah. They
0: have I. I can tell you right now. I can't tell you the name of the song. They have one big hit, Ocean Avenue, or something. is that yes? Right? I think that's mm-hmm. it. I think that's mm-hmm. it. There you go. They're playing there
1: in July. That's Yellow funny. Yellow card.
0: Yes, I yeah, know Ocean they have Avenue, one big yeah. song. That was
1: it. That's their one song. Because I have that on Spotify. <laughs> oh, well, I'll come back with it. Uh, oh no, I don't think I don't get to play the music oh, on the final that's break. Right. Eddie Eddie takes over. He does. Uh, Andrew Marsh and Jerry uh, reported that before our one hundred share. <laughs> he did not report on that. Unfortunately, Man, that's got to be a story at some point. At some point, he did report that before Fox agreed to sign Derek Jeter uh, for their baseball broadcast coverage, that they ran it by A Rod first to make yeah, sure he would yeah. be okay with it. And that's that puts
0: A Rod in a no win situation. Right? You say no, you're a tool. Yes, and that you gets out, and to it would get yes. Out. Yeah. The one thing about this, though, it's we're. This is not a big deal. Jeter's working like three days. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, whatever. It's not like he's going to be there every week. I not think he was doing like opening day, the all-star festivities, the all-star, I think. Fe- and then a one post game, right? Or a postseason. One what? What's what? Is, what's what? Whatever.
0: And A-Rod's there a Rod's there. I remember Burkhart telling me that that guy would just show up when they would have like you know the uh, MLB on Fox on like a Saturday night and Kevin would be the studio host with Frank Thomas and whoever, or whoever it might be. It would only be him and a couple of guys. That A-Rod would just show up when he wasn't working and bring the group donuts and coffee, and he would just sit down and watch the games with See you in the morning. Yeah.
1: See you in the morning, A-Rod. I know he's a strange guy, but. Yeah. He seems very like The people who know A-Rod seem to like A-Rod. I know. He just he comes across as such a phony. That's yeah. the
0: problem. And I don't know if he is or isn't, but I will tell you that Burkhart likes him a lot.
1: Does Burkhart like Frank Thomas and his Nugenics <laughs> testosterone? <laughs> I testosterone. did need that. I done needed that. I don't know. I haven't asked you him. I'd like Frank? to know what he thinks of Ortiz. I bet he likes him. He seems like a likable guy, too. He does. Some of these guys that were tool bags as players are likable guys when they become broadcasters. Who would you say
0: has been the biggest tool bag as a player that you saw them on TV like? Not mm-hmm. so bad.
1: A tool bag player? Mm-hmm. Not so bad. Hmm. Oh, oh. I will know it's got to be a football guy. I just
0: can't think of one right now. I think Richard Sherman, I find him fun on TV. And I do think he, and I thought he was. uh, Yeah, I didn't like him as a player. I didn't either. I did not either. Very cocky. But
1: but I also like my defensive players. I I like to not like defensive players. That means they're good. Because if they're annoying. Yes, but it's sad then at the end when they're a shell of what they were. Yeah. Like I used to when Deion Sanders wasn't on the Cowboys, yeah, I couldn't stand him. He was so annoying. Did
0: you, what did you think of him when he was in Washington? When no. he wasn't very good at the end,
1: yeah, I don't like it.
0: it. Almost, it's sad. It is sad. Not that he was terrible, but he wasn't Dion from the Niners, the Falcons, and even the Cowboys. Yeah, any of the player like Zeke Elliott this year is going to be sad. Like he get... was. That? Some people would say it was this year.
1: Yeah, but yeah, help, but but being sad on your team where you had glory is different than being sad on a team that you have no ties to. That's even sadder. Yeah. When they put like kind of like Emmett with the uh, Cardinals. Yeah. Not that he
0: was terrible again. He was okay. But it's like you were Emmett Smith. Right. Like someone
1: will sign Zeke Elliott at some point at some point. Yes. And he'll be on some weird team and he'll get a weird number of carries and he'll look just the whole thing will be weird. I'm I would not Willie
0: Mays with the Mets back in the day. Yeah. Which I did not see. I'm not old enough to have seen that. But yes. I would not put it past Zeke going back to the Cowboys. I
1: that mean, would be better.
0: I think that that's they. I know, I know they love him like legit. But
1: I love that Jerry Jones quote from that you played yesterday during one of your updates, where he goes, "Jerry Jones said oh, Zeke was here. He gave us his all, and, and we... we gave him all of our money."
0: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that, but that's what he was implying. <laughs> that's, what he meant. that's exactly
1: right. He gave us his all. We gave him. all. A whole lot of cash and it all worked out for Settle down just a little bit. You ever
0: think about how much money a team like the Cowboys all of them, clearly. Yeah. But some teams, you know, really go after the stars and they and you've nothing to show for it. Like Tony Romo played for the Cowboys for how long? Nothing to show for it. Yeah, nothing. So far, Dak Prescott, nothing. C. D. Lamb, nothing. Des Bryant, nothing. Like all these big players have come and gone. They've won them nuts.
1: I also think about all the the money we see, and we talked about how confusing it is when they go, this is against the cap, this is a bonus. I want to see, like here's a reality show for NFL Network or something. Let me follow around the team accountants. <laughs> I want to look at the books. Like when they go and the okay. capologist, yeah, capologist, yes. And like when they, when it comes to tax time, they're like, okay, now we paid out forty billion dollars, <laughs> all the zeros in like a handwritten book. Well, they don't have an accountant; they have an accountant firm. They do, right? Teams. Like a yes. whole team. Oh yeah, but then yes. like is each person in the firm responsible for one tiny part?
0: Actually, I take this back. Uh, I I believe the Cowboys. I think Jerry Jones just uses TurboTax. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's a great question. <laughs> could, could the Cowboys Jerry open up TurboTax? No. Type in their no. their their tax ID code and have the imported W twos. <laughs> <No. laughs> they employ thousands of people. Now, before you right when you first bring it in. Oh, my gosh. I know we haven't entered in anything yet, but we owe $40 billion in taxes. Put in some of those charitable donations. See if that makes a difference. Put in our real estate taxes for the big stadium in Texas. See if that knocks anything down. What amount of money do you think that you earn could you no longer use TurboTax? As an individual. Do you think if you're an individual that earned five million dollars, yeah. you could punch that in? Is it a simple return?
0: Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Why not? I don't think I don't that know. has anything to do with it. it I think crazy. it's more the complexities of the donations, the different businesses, passive income. To uh, there's a so lot. So you think if you're a,
1: you're a single guy,
0: yeah, you uh, take are, you. You make seven figures a year. <laughs> you use
1: TurboTax. I'm I, talking about like a guy like. You're, tur- you're a single guy who plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. you make nine million dollars a year, yeah. mm-hmm. but that's it. You're on the Cowboys. You make nine million dollars yeah, a year. You could use it. Why not? You-, you own a home. You yeah. have a mortgage. You yes. could just punch that into TurboTax. Why not? Seems I don't know. Seems like you would need, but yeah, I get. I bet nobody does that. I bet they all have accounting. Accounting. Guys. I do
0: too, because you're trying to, especially when you get to certain levels of income you have to pay more and more tax, as you know. So you want someone that's going to help you come up with different ideas that are, whether they're loopholes, but legal. Loopholes, yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, but if they're still legal, they're legal. Coming up with things and ways that you can write money off or take your taxable income down so that you're not paying unnecessary money to the government. You know, I don't think, I could be wrong about this because I've gone through this too, there are certain things I never thought were tax-deductible that... My accountant has told me "Were I'm like, oh, never even gave that a thought. I wouldn't know. And it's not even like it all counts, but it I want to find a tax estimator because I want to see if you make $9 million.
1: Yeah. See, well, and, and which TurboTax product do they recommend, Jerry? Premier? <laughs> <laughs> You cannot just do the easy form, Jerry. You need to, to get TurboTax Premier.
0: All right, so here we go. So, we got time for this? Yeah. We do, right? So, I'm, I'm going to go single, right? Yeah. You got to be single. Single. So, we're single. The single uh, dude
1: on the Cowboys making $9 million a year. I'm clearly
0: the head of household. Yes, I'm going to say are. I'm 25 years old. Yes. Oh, my God. Do what I have, have my W 2s? Yes, yeah, I got, got my W 2s. The Cowboys Absolutely. sent you your W 2s, Jerry. All right, here we go. $9 million. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of zeros. All right, $9 million. All right, so, federal tax withheld. I mean, they have to have held something, right? Oh, of course. So I don't even know what number I would give. Federal 30. tax is what?
1: Let's do 30% for a guy making 9 mil. What so it would be $270,000. So it's $270,000 worth of oh, Actually, no, would it wouldn't be $2.7 million. $2. 7
0: million. got to add another zero.
1: By the way, I'm shocked. Like I ask around here all the time, people, if they have a tax person. Yeah. The amount of people that have a tax person instead of doing their own taxes, I don't understand it.
0: So far you owe $663,000 after $2.7 was withheld. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't have <like> withheld enough. <laughs> so there you go. You're, there's your estimated federal balance due without going into expenses. <laughs> like
1: if I walk around here randomly in the newsroom, I bet you more people have somebody doing their taxes Maybe. than just punching it into a stupid program. Maybe. I
0: used, I used to use TurboTax until about six years ago. Yeah. And that's when I started with the businesses and all sorts of different things. Oh, you you, want to,
1: yeah, because I, like, I can't imagine ever a time not punching it into TurboTax or whatever I, I, I the hell think the if other you ones have
0: one, I really do. If you have one job, yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't use it. Right. But it, it does get more complicated as you go, but I used to use it for years and years. Years and years and years. Years and years, Jerry. Uh, we got to take a break, and then we'll come back. I'm going to go through this. I'm going to put in some more expenses and see what this person. Now, I'm going to do it based on the fact that they live in a state tax-free environment Texas. so i went uh, yeah i went zero state taxes and then so we'll see where we're at federally on the other side of the break is that fair fair all right and then when we come back boomer and geo as well right now on odyssey sports minute it's amy lawrence talking about the washington commanders it's the dynamic duo of Al and jerry the superheroes of wfan all right we got about a minute to go or so uh that Football player would owe an additional six hundred and thirty-three oh, thousand dollars. too much, Jerry. With
1: our example, you, got punched, you can't punch that into TurboTax. Yeah, I see a Chicago Bulls Andre Drummond. Jerry says he's quitting social media and changing his phone number. Good for him. Taking a mental break. I think that's smart. Doesn't want anyone texting him, Jerry. Doesn't want anyone
0: calling him. Could you imagine living in a world where there's no social media and no one knows your number?
1: <laughs> right. That just sh- sounds lovely. Start fresh.
0: It's you like get my phone number. Yeah. You I get my that. phone number. You do not. Right. You give it to only the people you want to have it. Right. That's kind of outstanding. You have to call me at home on my home landline. Yes. You call me on
1: my landline. Oh, except
0: now, though, no one has those. So you're really unreachable. You, will, you
1: would be unreachable. Email. Yeah. That's the only way you could be reached. They do that to people who, uh, or people that go into programs like AA or Narcotics Anonymous, Gamblers Anonymous. You get rid of your phone, Jerry, and you start fresh because all the bad people have your number. Yep. Want to kill those bad habits. Bad habits, right. You can't text anybody. You don't have their numbers. They can't text you. They don't have your numbers. Hard habit to break. Exactly. Chicago. Yes. By the way. The bad Chicago, though. Right. Eddie hates that Chicago. The 1980s Chicago.
0: So did they. Well. They did. If you ever see, they they didn't care for Peter Cetera. Right? That was his name?
1: Yeah. That was a lot of... They, they went from like a cool on. band, Jerry, to a wuss music. <laughs> That's yes, right. And they won them. Well, every time I hear the name Andre Drummond, I think of different strokes and the father. <laughs> Mr. Drummond. Mr. Drummond. WFAN. WFAN FM.
0: WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.